You're listening to the Send It All podcast with your hosts, Hogan Meyer and Lucian Nodder. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Send It All podcast uh, with your hosts, Hogan Meyer and myself, Lucian Nodder. Hogan, how you doing, man? I'm great, Lucian. Thanks. How are you? I'm doing all right. Um, <clears throat> we got some big news, man. You, we do have, yeah. You, sir, are back on top. Oh, First yeah. place. How you feeling? What's it, what's it like? I'm looking at you from the gutter. I'm at the very, very feels, bottom. I know. It, it feels amazing. It couldn't feel better. Um, first off, I want to point out that Thomas did something incredibly similar last year. My apologies for not doing a little more research. I know he ended up finishing 9-4, and four, uh, fourth place going into the playoffs, and was a toilet bowl year prior. I know he started off hot, kind of like I am now. And so it's great to bounce back from last year's well-deserved toilet bowl. I did deserve it. I did deal with some injury issues last year. They were significant, but I also built my – built – made my own bed with my poor drafting. And um, what was so funny about that last year, though, is that immediately – Robbie and I were both toilet bowl contenders and pretty much the only ones after two weeks. It was just going to be me and Robbie. And it all came down to week 13. We played each other in week 13 for it. And now we're both back up on top first and third would be first and second. If everyone else listened to Robbie instead, he's, I'm sorry, if Robbie listened to everyone else instead, Robbie listened to Brittany last week. <laughs> but yeah, so to sum up, it feels great. It's a great bounce back um, after a rough season last year. And uh in fact, I, at first I thought Bama Joe was in first, but I forgot he, he lost uh, last week. So he has the highest point total of anyone in the league, but he's only one and one because, uh, yeah, he got a little unlucky with how well his opponents have been doing against him. So, Yeah, it's unfortunate. But, uh, man, your story and yours and Robbie's story, it's mm. an epic. And it's going to yeah. go down and uh, send it all history, I think. And what it shows, it's so great how um, – you know, in this game, anyone can bounce back from one year from a terrible year. You know, you regroup, you look at your strategy, and you get to the draft, you have some fun, and you start off hot again. So it's uh, there's a lot of skill in this game, a lot of luck, too, of course. But what's great is that the players who are doing poorly, like Thomas a couple of years ago, like me and Robbie last year, are clearly learning from it and regrouping and doing better every year. I like it. It sounds good, man. And I wish you luck. I would yeah, how about, rub off on me a little bit. I know. Um, how do you feel? <laughs> uh, you know what? It's weird because I don't actually hate my team. I kind of like it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just – I put it all in myself. I made some bad moves. Uh, some Saw some guys and I should have played them, overthought some, thought, overthought some things. Uh, man, my original lineup at the beginning of the week – would have got me the win, but uh, I just kept overthinking it and overthinking it. So that's wow. definitely something I need to learn from yeah, um, going happens. forward. But, uh, yeah, hoping to turn things around. Uh, don't want to get too much into it, but we got a big matchup this week. Uh, yeah. hoping, to, hoping to change our trajectories. Yeah. yeah, well, having been in your shoes, I guess I'm not the person to give you advice because I did not pull myself out of it. But uh, what I can tell you is, hey, man, stay strong. I Easily could have avoided the toilet bowl last year if I had made a couple moves differently here and there. So just keep your head in the game, and you're really never out of it. You're zero and two. You can be, you can have seven losses and make the playoffs. I think you can even have nine losses and technically make the playoffs. It's been a while since I crunched those numbers, um, but nobody's out of I'm it. Not sure. Nobody's clinched anything. Oh, I'm sure nine losses. It's still nine technically losses. possible. Still technically possible to make the playoffs. 
Um, wow. So there's got to be some undefeated teams, like five. Basically, teams. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My point is, zero uh, and two, the world's your oyster. I mean, it sucks if you've had some injuries, which you clearly have. We'll get to those later. But uh, you, you are so far from out, and I am so far from clinching anything. I'm so far from sitting back and relaxing. So, so plenty of uh, fantasy left to play. Yeah, I'm not worried. No, Bring on the adversity. Be. It's only week mm-hmm. two, going into week three. Mm-hmm. Plenty of time to worry later. All right. Uh, that brings us on to our week two recap. Mm. So I got to say, right off the bat, Miner took us out. He did. He yeah. did great. He got six right. Six out of seven. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, doubling Wes's score. Uh-huh. Uh, for myself, I got five right to your four right. So yeah. Overall, we're pretty close. You've got seven, yeah. I've got eight. So uh, we're still neck and neck to see who's going to be the uh, the winner. Wait, I've, I've got 11 total now, and you've got eight total. I've got 11. If I got four right th- last week, then I've got 11 total. All right. Well, we'll have to get to the math on that. Uh, well, we'll cut the numbers later. This isn't a math class. <laughs> no, no, no. This is about but sports, y'all. Really quickly, I know we're going to get to it in a sec. I'd like to point out the only one Miner got wrong, all three of us were together on that. So it was like a huge upset. So Yeah. Uh, Miner, we tip our hats to you. Good job. And we'll we see if anyone can top you. It's yeah. high score. Mm-hmm. All right. First game, we got our game of the week, Bama Joe versus Maholding Your Money. Uh, this was a close matchup and a high-scoring one, too. Uh, what are your yeah. thoughts on this one? It certainly did not disappoint as the game of the week. Um, Maholding Your Money is now 2-0. and Bama Joe is 1-1. and Should be 2-0. and He's the highest scorer out of anyone in the league. Yeah. Uh, but because Maholding Your Money had, uh, your money, your money had uh, <laughs> the highest point total last week, uh, Bama Joe, you know, you can't do that. It was a, it was a lower scoring week, all things considered compared to week one. Um, although I think week one was a higher scoring week than our average with our league settings, but either way, Bama Joe, very well done. You should not even be questioning anything you've done so far. You put up over 120 points. And if you do that, you really can't uh, be too disappointed. So, uh, just, yeah, chin up and, um, you'll almost for sure be in the playoffs at this rate. Yeah, um, same sentiments. Uh, nothing wrong about that loss. I mean, it, it stings. You don't never want to lose, but uh, you scored a lot of points, so it's something to be proud of. And you're the highest. He's the highest. What is it? my number one prediction? Bama Joe. Yeah. Get to the playoffs. He's just making my predictions yeah. look good. Looking very good. Uh, now on to our meh game of the week. It was actually a lot better than a lot of the other games. Crazy. Uh, Quanvix versus the Catalina Wine Mixer. Crazy. Miner taking the win on this one. Uh, 3.7 points decided this one. Um, you can't get much closer than that, although as we'll see later, it actually can. And uh, nothing Chad could have done. He started his players perfectly. Um, we all picked this one, but we did not pick it to be this close. And um, let's see, let's point out some things here. Jack Prescott, he is the real deal. I mean, he. he uh, I don't like to ever tip my hat to Dallas, but Dak Prescott's the real deal. That's the main thing takeaway from from this one. Also, uh, great job, Miner, with uh, Chris Godwin. Yeah, yeah. Miner's been uh, loving on Godwin all year. I think it's going to pay off for him, at least it has so far. Yeah. Um, yeah, Chad's doing a lot better than I thought he was going to do. 
I thought mm-hmm. he made some aggressive moves this week that might help him uh, win some more games. So. Oh, and then and then one more thing I wanted to point out: his first round draft pick that had us all scratching our head. Aaron Jones finally showed up to bat in way more than I thought he would. I don't think we thought he'd be putting up 25 points in three weeks, let alone in this one week. So, yeah. Chad, you, you, Chad, you've got some potential. You're 0 and 2, but you do have some potential now, and you could be dangerous down the road if a couple things go your way. Yeah, the, the weirdest thing about him scoring more points was that I think he had less touches than last week. Yeah. Uh, he just did more with them. So uh, hopefully that keeps uh, you know going forward for Chad. Well, that, that week one game, Green Bay and Chicago, was just oh, even, was weird, just even weirder than the Super Bowl. So, I mean, who knows what was going on there. Something funky, something in the air, something in the water. Yeah. I blame, I blame global warming. <laughs> and you know what? Probably true. Probably. All right, the next matchup is probably should have been our ma- matchup of the week if hindsight is twenty twenty. That's the <laughs> pop locket drop it versus Jean Louis Picards myself. Yeah. Uh, and one of my lowest or one of the lowest scoring uh weeks so far in the league. Yeah, should be the lowest scoring, but uh the Chadillac Sexcalade had to put up a sixty nine just to make his name known. <laughs> and really you got screwed on this one big time. Um Jason's team just did not show up. We're all a little surprised on that. He had some players do it. But, man, Ben Roethlisberger, and I wasn't watching that game. What did he go down in the first quarter? Yeah, it was it was pretty soon. That quarter. is uh, – that's just uh, – that's a bad beat right there. Same with Alshon Jeffrey. He also went down in the first quarter, I'm assuming. He didn't have any points at all. Yeah. Um, yep. yeah. Pretty much the Crazy. whole Eagles offense went down. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, this is all on me. Making my freaking Ben Roethlisberger, man. I pick you up and I start you with confidence. This is what you do to me. But, you know, uh, Ben you know Roethlisberger what? is a quarterback I have always loved to look at fantasy-wise. I don't think I've ever been fortunate enough to own him. You can usually draft him late and he'll put up good numbers for you. He rarely has a game below 20 points except for this when he's injured. I actually, uh, Yeah, I wouldn't be questioning your move there with Big Ben. That was just a bad luck. Then you know Zeke, what? your first-round draft pick, did everything he's supposed to do. Um, They even were playing him late in the game on that late touchdown that he scored. Uh, You know, it was clear they wanted him to get it. He's their guy. Um, So, yeah, I mean, you've done pretty much everything right here. You just just got screwed. Hey, man, when you play the the game of streaming QBs, this is going to happen sometimes. You just got to roll with it. Okay, our next matchup, Tyreek and Knight Live versus Paul will never own the trophy. Wow. So uh, you... This one didn't go as you planned, but for me and Miner, I think we saw this one coming. Westcott. Yeah, well, yeah. How did this shock you? What did you think? Uh, it didn't shock me, but um, I thought Deshaun Watson was better than that. He is better than that. He just had a horrible game. Amendola, I guess I should have known he's capable of putting up shit numbers, and I don't know why Paul was even starting Parker. I don't know what's, what's up with that. But, uh, yeah, basically, um, I, I wasn't going to bet the farm on Paul on this one, but um, – Oh, and I was completely wrong on my Chubb Beckham prediction that they would need it. Either they would put up over 10 points and they combined for like 40 plus. So, yeah, uh, I owed Wes some money on that. Uh, you know, it's all good. I got great odds on it, though. So I consider that a, a good investment. I'd do it again. Yeah. Uh, I think the only thing that uh, gives you some leeway is that Wes made a lot of trades after your prediction, I think. And so he improved his team. So, yeah. Uh, we might have to give you a half point for that one. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, don't give me a half point. I, <laughs> I, this is, uh, I'm all in when I make my pick. 
All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Um, yeah, Paul just couldn't do it this week. Low scoring. Man, remember when Paul drafted like three of the best wide receivers? And I know. He had the best quarterback and like one of the best tight ends. Like, what yeah. happened? Ugh. Who knows? Who knows with Paul? But you know what? He got one of the best running backs on his team. So uh, maybe he's doing something right. I don't know. Yeah. All right, next game, Sunny Bunches of Goats versus uh, Fuck US. Eric gets out this win. We were all wrong. We were all wrong. Um, what what yeah. went wrong for Petey this week? Well, like you, he got completely fucked. His quarterback didn't just put up three points in change. He put up a negative 0.1, and if it wasn't for that, he would have won easily. If his quarterback had done anything even remotely respectable, he would have won in a landslide. Um Eric finally showed up. His team did well, and Petey got screwed with a crazy injury. Um, I wouldn't rule out uh, Rams conspiracy, something going on. Um, this one I wouldn't blame on global warming, but I would blame it on a Rams conspiracy. This is uh, very unfortunate for all Saints fans, really for all fans of justice, because this grudge match did not go as planned. Uh, so many people around the world were looking forward to this rematch. Um and it's just unfortunate that it went that way. And it's very unfortunate for Petey because he did so many things so well. He had to patch the ego against the worst team in the last five years, the Miami Dolphins. Um, yeah, Petey just got really unlucky, although he might be laying awake at night wondering, if I had started Barber and Doyle, he would have won. Yeah. Um, speaking of conspiracies, do you think it was weird? that they pulled out like Aaron Donald right after Drew Brees went out. Do you think the NFL uh, was like, we got to eat in this. We got to balance <laughs> this out. It's possible they're, you know, doing things like that just to make things look better. Uh, but I don't think they would in that, in that situation. There's, there's no way. I'm sure there was a reason for that, uh, a rest reason or a strategic reason of one way, you know, to give the guy a down or two to rest or something. Um, I wouldn't put it past the NFL, but I don't think that's going on. And of course, joking on this intentional injury, um, that just, that just sucks. That's bad luck for yeah. everyone except for Wes Miller. Um, like fucking Rams fans. Oh, God yeah. Right. yeah. This is giving you this is giving you bad memories. Let's it's move on. Me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, carry on my wayward season versus hanging with Mr. Cooper. Robbie takes yeah. the win. Yeah. Uh, we all expected this, but all we expect this it. big of a win. Uh, well, it wasn't that big. It was less than 10 points. But, yeah, I, I'd say I expected it. Um, Robbie still, I'm sure, is laying awake at night, though, wondering, God, if I'd only started Lamar Jackson, I'd be in second place right now instead of third. But third place is still great. You're still undefeated, Robbie. So, uh, well done. Yeah, it's looking good. Yeah. Um, Thomas made some moves that I thought were a little bit questionable. Um, Very, maybe yeah. that led to his downfall, but we can talk about that later. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Thomas, you're with me at the bottom. Uh, I'm going to try to climb on top of you to get out of there because I don't want to be down there. Yeah. So I'm coming. Oh, yeah. Okay. And our last matchup is Wes's stepfather versus Losa Demons. And Hogan, you took home the win. You're two and Barely. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm still laying awake at night hoping there's not going to be a stat correction when I wake up. Less than a point separates us. Point, 0. 0.65 points to be exact separated us. I wasn't watching this game, unfortunately, but I was kind of following it while I was at dinner with my wife. And it was 108.3, my score to 108.65. I'm like, ah, okay, Cleveland's got the ball. Fucking New York, either recover a fumble or 
get it back quickly so that, you know, Le'Veon can rush for or 10 yards or something like that. And then I see it went up. I'm guessing it was a sack. I don't actually know what it was that put me over the top. I'm thinking of a sack was the final score of our game. Um, a crazy win. And the last person I'd want to do it to is my only fellow Raider in the league. Sorry, Corbin, it was you. Um, but, yeah, it feels good to be in first place. Man, that was a nail-biter at the end. It reminded me that of that was. Saints and uh, Houston game. Yeah. Yeah, it was like that, except on fantasy terms. Yeah, it was crazy. It came down to the end. It could have gone either way easily um, in a bunch of different ways. Uh, yeah, it was – I mean, it, it, I could have lost points, too, if Cleveland had scored again. So, I mean, there were so many ways this could have gone completely different ways for me, or, or if Le'Veon had lost a fumble or something like that. Yeah, definitely. Well, that was week two. It's in the books. It's behind us. Time to look forward. Uh, and with our first segment, we're going to be talking about trades. It's the trade wars. Trade wars. Spend it all trade wars. They're happening. It's real. Our first one right now, it's Breda for Mayfield, Wes and Thomas. Yeah. Uh, it was looking a little dicey there for a second, and then Mayfield uh, put up a little bit more points. Yeah. Um, what do you think of this trade? Uh, always interesting when you have a quarterback getting traded and there's no quarterback on the other side of it coming up. But um, all things considered, Breda is – a mediocre running back with a lot of potential and Mayfield is a mediocre quarterback with a lot of potential. So I think it's going to be a good trade for both of them, given the way they filled up their positions that they need. I think they're both going to benefit from this trade. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Wes has already moved on from Breda, so he definitely Mm -hmm. benefited. Uh, But yeah, not too bad of a trade. This next trade though, seemed a little lopsided, but after some performances this week, I don't know, maybe it was a fair trade. We've got uh, Eric and Thomas. Thomas making moves this week, trying to get out of mm-hmm. bottom. Didn't work, unfortunately. Yeah. Maybe next week. Uh, it was Rogers, Freeman, and Gallup for Connor and Allison. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, I mean the stars here. At are first, Connor I thought. At first, I thought Thomas totally won the trade because he picked up Aaron Rodgers. But Aaron Rodgers only minimally improved on his Week One performance. Um, it's it's kind of shocking that Green Bay is 2-0 and at this point, given how both of their wins have been small margins, although I guess the uh, the Minnesota game was expected to be close, and so was the Chicago game too. But uh, the performance has not been as stellar as we are used to expecting from Aaron Rodgers. And I don't know if they're, you can blame their coach too much. Obviously, you can't when they're undefeated. But um, I just thought that Green Bay firing their coach midseason the way they did last season was bizarre especially because he had been so good for so long and brought them a Super Bowl very recently. And I, I don't know if that's affecting Rodgers directly or if it's something else. Maybe he is getting a little older. Um, I mean, he's older than Andrew Luck. So, you know, I guess it's <laughs> anytime you're over the hill, which is 30, I guess. Tired yeah, any minute. yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. What are your thoughts? I'm, I'm very torn on that one. What about you? Yeah, I mean, Rodgers... Rodgers is going to be Rodgers, I think. He'll need some time. It's a new offense, but he's a playmaker, and he makes everyone around him better. So He does. Uh, I think he's going to pay off in the long run unless there's an injury. Uh, Freeman Freeman is, I don't know, after this week, Edo Smith's looking good. Yeah. Freeman, there's like a 50-50 split there. Yeah. Uh, Gallup's injured. Connor might be injured. Allison. Uh, it's kind of a non-factor at the moment. I'd say it's a fair trade. Whatever. Yeah. 
they got it. They got it done. I like I like people who trade, so keep them going. Mm-hmm. All right, that was the more important trades. So we're going to move on now uh, to the Wabapalooza. Wabapalooza. It's all about the Wab. Okay, uh, first up, we have Chad dropping some major coin this week. He mm-hmm. picked up uh, top wide receiver target Robinson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Jimmy G himself for, did you say 30 WAB? 30, wow. yeah. Uh, and then he's spending a pretty penny on the Vikings D. Cause, uh, yeah. I mean, I bid, well, I don't want to say what I bid, but uh, I bid some money on the Vikings D, did not get them. Uh, I don't yeah. think Chad's, uh, he's not messing around. He's trying to no. go uh, for the win here. No, he's recognized he's got to do something, and he's open to spending his WAB, which I like to see, as I've said before. Uh, WAB is pretty much worthless, so you might as well spend it. And he's doing a good job with it. The only thing is I'm just wondering about Jimmy G. There were other available quarterbacks who were doing better, and I know some of them were picked up. But, uh, Jimmy, I don't know why you want to put anything over 20 on Jimmy. I don't even know why you want Jimmy on your roster to begin with when there's other available guys. I mean, does uh, but, it make sense that he he has Dak Prescott? Why does he need a second QB? Yeah, that too. Yeah, what the hell? What, what does he need him for? I guess he's really saying, look, I can't afford an injury at this point, so I have to have something right there ready to go, which I, I like that looking forward. Me, I'm going to think, oh, if Tom Brady gets injured, well, fuck it, I'll figure something out later. I'm 2-0. and oh, I can afford to, you know, just be whatever. Also, I only have 39 left, so because <laughs> um, I blew my load like Peter North on three floozies in week one, as we know. Yeah, trade yeah, paying off. Yeah, trade. Yeah, paying off well. Yeah, I didn't start John Ross last week, but uh, he's doing well too. Um, trades in Wabapalooza were much less crazy this week than they were last week. Uh, but Chad, I like what you're doing. I, I think you overpaid for Jimmy. I'm not sure why he needs to be on your roster, but I like that you're making changes and preparing for the future. Um, I'm glad that you're not giving up. So keep it up, Chad. Yeah. Now uh, speaking of quarterbacks, PD says Dalton was his first choice. And uh, it's the only guy he went after. So do you think Dalton's worthy of Petey's top choice when there's so many other quarterbacks on the board? Um, I would say Dalton's certainly a lot better than Jimmy G. Um, But first choice, I'm trying to think who else was available at the time. Uh, Look, Dalton's got a lot of good things going for him, even though A.J. Green's going to be injured indefinitely at this point. You've got John Ross and Tyler Boyd, who are both killing it right now. So Dalton is, I think, is a very good pickup, much better than Jimmy G. Um, I'd say if there was a winner of the WAB this week, it would be Petey. Yeah, Dalton's looking like a good start. Yeah. Uh, doing good for two weeks. Uh, moving on, Bama Joe. Is he on to something? He picked up Daniel Jones. You think Daniel Jones is going to break out like he did in the preseason? Uh, well, break out in the preseason, like anyone cares about that. <laughs> Although that can be important for a rookie. So let's see what happens. Bama Joe certainly has all of us beat at this point when it comes to, you know, point total and everything. And what I think he might be looking at is something I've said many times. I can't remember if I've said it here on this podcast, but Russell Wilson is super hot and cold. Seattle is 2-0 right now. And Seattle can win when Russell Wilson throws for like 150 yards. Because Pete Carroll's a genius, and they they have a great defense, and they have a great running game. So maybe Bama Joe's looking down the line and see some great matchups that are going to work out in Daniel Jones' favor. Um, 
I know Daniel Jones didn't come from the SEC, but he came from the closest thing to it, which is North Carolina. So uh, maybe Bama Joe knows something that we don't. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what Daniel Jones does. Uh, the line there is still not that great, but uh, he's pretty mobile, so maybe he gets some points. And uh, it'll look good for his other pieces there, Ingram and Barkley and yeah. all the other wide receivers. Yeah. Okay, uh, moving on, Paul. He's going all in on the San Francisco wide receivers. He picked up Goodwin mm-hmm. uh, to pair with Debo Samuel, starting two San Francisco wide receivers. Bold move, or do you think it's uh, something that'll bite him in the end? Uh, I think he's just thinking, i got to just bid now because I underbid last week, and I've got to throw my wab around and do something. And, yeah, so I'm not sure what Paul's doing here. These aren't terrible moves. These aren't bad pickups, and he can afford to spend the wab. So, uh, whatever, good pickups, Paul. All right. Well, that concludes the wab Palooza section. Uh, and now we're going to get on to uh, Hogan's. Hogan's, why don't you uh, – Hogan, and why don't you take it away? Yes, let's talk about the LPOQ Plus community, the community of marginalized, tragic victims of fantasy football injuries. Eric Miller has never been a part of this community. So up until the beginning of this week, in the community was Paul and Corbin with all their injuries. Uh, But most of your injuries and or one wasn't really an injury, it was Andrew Luck. That was kind of some preseason stuff and things that you guys should have dealt with by now. So you both need to shut the fuck up. Now, we've had a lot of injuries lately. And let's start with the Eagles. Almost the entire Eagles secondary, and sorry, secondary is the wrong term, the wide receiver unit uh, was injured last week in bizarre fashion. Um, but you know what? I had Deshaun Jackson. I didn't even start him. Aguilar, uh, Aguilar. Aguilar should be injured. Something is wrong with his head. If you guys were watching that game, that pass he dropped was right in his fingers and probably would have won for the game for them. He definitely had a touchdown on it if he hangs on to that and they end up not scoring later. So uh, something's wrong with the, uh, the wide receivers in Philadelphia. Plus then you got Alshon Jeffrey who Lucian started and went down early. Some other big, big injuries. We've already mentioned Ben Roethlisberger, Drew Brees going down extremely early in the game. Drew Brees so much that he put up a negative score for Petey. Michael Peters and Lucian Nodder. You are members of the LPOQ Plus community. All you right. have the right. You have the right to bitch about fantasy injuries. Everyone else needs to shut the fuck up. God, I'd be so good if it wasn't for my injuries. I know. Yeah, man, we feel for you. We feel for you. All right, guys. That was the uh, LPOQ Plus community segment brought to you by Hogan. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and bring in our special guest this week. And uh, while I do that, Hogan is going to bring uh, our ads here. Okay. We got some. Thank you, Lucian. We got some additional sponsors. Hey, everyone. It's fall. Time to catch a sneak peek at next year's car models. Which one will be your next car? Before making that decision, be sure to head on down to Cornhaber's Reliance dealership, where you can get a look at all the 2020 Reliance. Come on down to test drive the hot new Reliance Regal. No credit, no money down, no problem. Our credit department will hook you up with loans as low as 12.9% APR financing, and you can drive home in a brand new Reliance Regal today. Cornhaber's Reliant dealership is located on Alvarado Street, just across from Langer's Deli. It's your go-to for high-quality three-wheeled cars. Offer subject to availability, not all buyers may qualify. Are you tired of your new old post just sitting on your stairs being lazy? 
Bradley's portable Newell Post offers a wide selection of detachable Newell Posts to meet the high demands of today's modern, on-the-go Newell Post user. Bradley's portable Newell Posts have been endorsed by actors, athletes, and politicians alike, including Oscar winner James Stewart, Pro Bowl running back Ricky Williams, and former North Carolina Senator, America's favorite family man, John Edwards. Remember, Bradley's portable Newell Posts is your one-stop shop for all your portable Newell Post needs. All right. That was the uh, that was the ads this week. I hope you guys liked it. I caught a little bit at the end there, and uh, I definitely want to buy whatever you were selling. Um, but okay, we got our special guest here. It's none other than the highest scoring team in the league himself, Mr. Bama Joe. Bama Joe, how you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Roll Tide. Roll Tide, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, War I Eagle. <laughs> I just want to welcome you to the league. I want to welcome you to the podcast. Oh, um, thank you. It's always good to get fresh blood, and it's always good to get people who, you know, know what they're doing. And uh, I know, is it true you've never played fantasy before? Yeah, it's been, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm I'm into college football so much that, you know, it's like on my Saturdays, uh, that's all I think about, you know. And uh, it's been a good run for Bama, so I've just – I've uh, had it really, you know, taken that leap into uh, the fantasy football thing until now. So um, it's exciting, and uh, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. All right. Well, you're doing it right, man. Uh, I can tell you've been scouting these players in college. Uh, you know what you're doing, and uh, I'm impressed. I still think you're going to go to the playoffs. Oh, uh, thank you. Real quick, I just want to know, what's it like for you to be in this league that, you know, to be amongst – these peers, men like Hogan. And oh, yeah. <laughs> what's it like to be among these great giants well, of greatness? Well, my, you know, I've, my experience in the, you know, the first day with the draft and, uh, and, you know, just seeing how Hogan, you know, poured that, uh, poured those shots and uh, he took a lot of pride in that. And so, uh, you know, I, I was so proud of him. I mean, I can't imagine if I lost this, how I could, go out there and act like a champ in terms of, you know, doing, you know, he just, he, he did great. And, uh, oh, seeing that kind of, he kind of set the, set the bar high for, uh, you know, what this league I think is about. So, yeah, I think it helps that I am a former champion. Um, so it's, it's kind of like, uh, Eli Manning, you know, he's one yeah. of the few players who's on a perfect passer rating and he's on a zero passer rating. I can't remember how many times he's done both. I think he's done the zero multiple times. Um, yeah. but so it's okay, you know, just go out and be like, Hey, I lost, I sucked, but I'm also cool. <laughs> so, you know, let's, let's just uh, have some fun. Yeah. Hogan, you, sir, are a champion of the toilet bowl winner. Thank you. Best toilet you. bowl winner we have. You're a two-time champion. Yeah. What? 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 Well, you're. I mean, you're. You're a regular champion. Oh you're yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> that wasn't a prediction for how your years <laughs> Hey, it's still possible. Anything's possible at this point. Yes, this is true. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Joe, you liking uh, the league? Yeah, I guess uh, you can say. Uh, I've had a, a good experience and a bad experience. You know, I've won one and lost one. And that's, uh, you know, like Ricky Bobby said, it's, if you ain't first, you're last, you know. If I'm winning, I'm, doing, I'm, I'm excited, you know. But <laughs> You kind of yeah, are first, man. You're, you're far know. away from last right now. And, yeah, your first yeah. point, so congratulations on that. Um, you're the you're the real head that everyone wants to take down right now because oh, yeah. your point total and your team being being so dangerous right now. So uh, well done with that. 
Um, how about at work? Because you work with Wes, the commissioner yeah. of our league. Um, do you guys discuss it much at work? Do you get a lot of free time? I know that Costa Mesa branch is usually super busy. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we uh, we we try not to discuss it much. I, he knows that I'm not uh, trading with him, and uh, <laughs> okay, and we set that we set that real clear that I'm not making any trades with him. Uh, he will have you. zero influence over my uh, <laughs> over my team. So, <laughs> hey, if, you, if that's the stance that's you want to awesome. take, if yeah, if that's the stance you want to take, then go for it. Or if you want to be very careful moving forward. Uh, on this podcast, we have said and predicted that Wes would only trade with U.S. Bank employees and that it would get messed up. We were very much joking when we said that. So, so don't take, don't think that we're telling you you can't do it or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, Obviously, no. we don't do no, no, no. for this league. Um, so if you guys want to go ahead. That he couldn't. So I didn't say that he shouldn't. I just said that Wes is going to make his best trade. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's. I'm sorry, that's what I meant to say. I'm just saying, yeah, if you do trade with West, U.S. Bank employees, you're going to yeah. lose. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so speaking of losing, who, is there anyone in this league that you're like you're most looking forward to playing and just oh, beating? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I already know this answer. Uh, Thomas, I want to take down Thomas. Thomas. Uh, yes. Yeah. He. Uh, he. Yes. Yeah. He's a. Uh, He's already beat me in somewhere else, and so I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for some payback. So nice. All right. Well, I hope this is uh, the beginning of a new rivalry in the league. Could be. <laughs> Very easily could be. All right, guys. Let's get on to the main event. It's the week two predictions. This is where we get to pick who's going to win and who's going to walk home a loser. Uh, so first up, we got the game of the week. We're not going to put it off. We're going to talk about it right now. It's the game of the week. It's the John Lucian Picards versus the West's stepfather. It's the podcast bowl. Guys, <laughs> Joe, Joe and Hogan, I want to hear what your thoughts are on this matchup this week. All right, I'll start this off. So this is first place against last place, uh, although not in point total. Lucian, you are last in standings and point total. I'm only first in standings. Yes. I'm second in point total. Either way, first versus last, this might be the first time it's actually lined up. You know, everyone plays everyone at least once in this league during the regular season. This might be the first time we've had it line up like this, where first place is playing last place this early in the season. Obviously, I'm picking myself here. Um, unfortunately, your quarterback situation is going to be a major hamper on you. Although Zeke, Montgomery, and Juju are the players. And, oh, and sorry, McLaurin also. You've got four dangerous players that I'm worried about. But other than that, I think I'm taking this down. All right. <laughs> Good assessment. I uh, disagree with a few points, but I want to hear what Joe thinks. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I kind of agree there. I think Hogan's going to be uh, tough to beat here. I feel like uh, his team is a little, little stronger at each position, but at wide receiver, it's just I think he does a lot of damage there. And uh, you know, I think uh, you know, I think Hogan uh, wins this one. So, uh, thank you. And by the way, all of my wide receivers are available. I would love to pick up a running back <laughs> if anyone wants to trade. Um, we got plenty of wide receivers to go around, so keep that in mind. All right. Well, we heard what you guys think, and, you know, it's a fair. It's it's a fair statement. I'm 0-2, the least scoring team in the league. Uh, I'm the underdog in every game I play this year. But I think I might be able to pull this one off, and it's partly to do with my players and partly to do with Hogan's players. Uh, I think a few of them aren't going to have the best games about three of them, three players, I think, are going to do much lower than they're projected. Uh, and that's why I think I can pull this off. But uh, 
I tried going against myself last week. Didn't pay off. Didn't get any good brownie points from Karma, bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this week I'm going. I'm going for myself. I'm changing things up. So that's <laughs> my pick. And All right. Fair home, enough. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> sorry guys uh, we're sorry. moving on to the mega game of the week uh, which is Los Demons versus Catalina Winemixon two of the lowest scoring teams in the league whoa, 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 whoa. two of the last matchup. teams uh, sorry, Los sorry, Demons sorry. is not last, one of the lowest scoring last. thank you Hogan thank you for yeah. catching my air that's yeah. why you're the number one Raiders Don't you podcast ever and send it all the same a Raiders fan like that <laughs> <laughs> It was a slip of the tongue. Yeah, uh, <laughs> a Freudian Freudian slip. <laughs> uh, more of like a Jungian slip. <laughs> but <laughs> Hogan, who do you got? Uh, you're you're. I seem to be going for those demons by the way you're defending them. Definitely, and you well just by that statement right there, and, and our notes. Uh, spoiler alert for everyone: you called it the meh matchup, and you're thinking Chad's going to take it. I'm thinking Los Demons is going to take it. Corbin's got this one. Olsen killed it last week, and it was almost my demise. Uh, Sterling Shepard, he's one of the big variables there with the new quarterback uh, starting for New Jersey. I'm sorry, New York. Um, is he even playing? Shepard. Shepard might still be injured. He's probably playing. But either way, it's going to be a big question mark for the Giants. Um, but, I mean, I still think Cor- – it is this matchup is very meh. You're right. But I, I think Corbin takes Chad in this one. Okay. Um, I think the reasons Corbin loses is Stafford, Henry, <laughs> Shepard. Those three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and then uh, I like Chad's lineup. So that's my – those are my strange picks. But they're my picks. All right. And uh, so on this one, I see Dak Prescott is playing against Miami. And, uh, you know, everybody's putting up big numbers for Miami. Uh, And then also, uh, but then again, you have Drew Brees going out uh, so that if that's the case, Alvin Kamara, what's going to happen with him is he's either going to get more touches or the defense is going to load up the box and force the Saints to try to throw the ball. Which would you know you know probably be uh, tough on Alvin Kamara to do, get any space to do anything. So yeah, um, uh, I think I'm gonna have to go with Chad on this one. Mm-hmm. All right, good pick, Joe. Good pick. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, who's beating who right now? Hey, only by a few points, That's according true. to the mathematician who did the math. Yeah, it is close. Uh, <laughs> getting into uh, I want to call this one the runner-up game of the week. Uh, it, it, on any given week, it would have been the game of the week, but because the podcast hosts were playing this week, it got moved to the runner-up game, and that's Paul who never owned the trophy versus Fuck US. Yeah. Um, a bitter, bitter rivalry that's been going on since the womb. I believe they've known each other all their lives. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but, uh, Joe, who do you think is going to be victorious in this battle? Epic. Well, I, I've been looking into this one. Um I was looking at this game before waiver wires took uh, took took effect, and uh, you know I was thinking, you know, Eric's going to win this one. He's going to run away with it because uh, because of the running back position. Uh, but I think uh, with the addition of Frank Gore, uh, and you know, I think uh, there's going to be some strong wide receiver play from Odell Beckham going back to New York. Um, I think uh, it's going to be enough to give West the win in this one. So, okay, um, I agree with your uh, assessment. 
Well, well assessed. I'm glad to be in agreement with you. Uh, but Hogan, are you uh, in agreement with the two of us, or are you going rogue? Um, gosh, this one's tough. Um, the one interesting thing you got, you got Gurley on one side and Cooks on the other. That's always fun to see. Uh, but, of course, as I was just proven so wrong that, you know, a running back and wide receiver who play together can put up big fantasy points in the same week. Um, then you got Connor, who I, I didn't realize he was semi-injured or on the report. Um, but he's also playing San Francisco, who's been doing surprisingly well. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually, yeah, I think Wes is going to take this one. I don't like oh, yeah. to say it, um, but, yeah, he, I just think uh, he's got a lot of better players on there. Um, turn, yeah. Yeah, I think West takes this one. Very close <laughs> game, though, if I can – if I can, that's that's my main prediction. This, like, if I, if I can vote on uh, one or the other or go in the distance, I bet I'm just going the distance. But, I, yeah, uh, this is not boxing, so I bet on West. See, I don't think it's going to be a close game. I think West is going to take this by a lot. And I have one reason for that. Cowboys defense against Miami. We just saw the Patriots put up 37 points. Cowboys are, you know, they're no slouches. They're good defense. And they put yeah. up a lot of points for us. True. All right. So uh, at least we're all in agreement there. Yeah. Uh, next matchup, we have carry on my wayward season versus Tyreek and Knight Live. Um, Robbie versus Paul. Two teams that need to change Paul. their names. <laughs> Yes, yes. What's what's going on, Robbie? Is there a story behind this? Why aren't you changing your name? Oh, don't you remember from last season? He because like he was having a terrible season last season. I can't remember what his name was before, but as soon as he picked up Carry On Johnson, he changed his name to Carry On My Wayward Season because like that Kansas song, Carry On My Wayward Season, <laughs> yeah. and so it made sense last year because he was Are having a wayward season. Because he was having a wayward season, and he had carry on Johnson on his team. This season, he's not having a wayward season, and he doesn't have carry on Johnson on his team. So since week one of the podcast, we've been saying, Robbie, change your fucking name. He hasn't <laughs> changed his name. The only thing he's done that even remotely suggested listening to us is he put Lamar Jackson back in the starting role because he's not playing his fiance's team this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he's going to change his name. I think Lamar Jackson's going to be in the name. Just just a hunch. Could be. Could be. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hopefully. But enough about names. Who do you think is going to win this matchup today, uh, this week? Uh, I'll go first. I say Robbie, hands down. Um, I'm a little worried about the Jaguars' D against Tennessee. That's, uh, you know, you got a division rivalry there. And Jaguars' D has been so good for so many seasons, but they're not as great this season. Tennessee's been hot and cold. You never know. Um but Lamar Jackson's going to go off at Kansas City. There's no doubt about that. It's going to be a great quarterback matchup. That's probably going to be the most fun game to watch this week by far is Baltimore and Kansas City. Um, then you got David Johnson, who will probably do well. Marlon Mack has been great, surprisingly great, and Tyler Boyd. So I, I think it's all Robbie this week. On the other side, you do have Austin Eckler and Deshaun Watson, um, but I, I still and Michael Thomas, but I still think uh, Robbie overpowers all that. Uh, okay, Joe. What do you think? Um, I think I'm going to agree with Hogan on that because uh, you know, with with Tyreek going out in the first uh, first week, you know, it's kind of it kind of puts a hamper on the uh, on Paul's team right there. But uh, uh, and then the way Lamar Jackson has been playing since the first week, you know, it's just it's hard to go against Robbie right now on this one. So, 
Uh, yeah, I'm. I agree with all you guys. For some reason, Paul, you had a, such a good team to start, and then I don't know what happened, but your team looks in shambles. Do something. Do something about it. Pick it up. Pick yourself up by the bootstraps, buddy. Come on, you can do it. Okay, next game we have Holding Your Money versus Sunny uh, Sony Bunches of Goats. Uh, we got Nestor and Petey. I'm gonna start this off. I actually think Petey's gonna win this week. I know I usually pick him to lose, but uh, this week I decided to throw him a bone. Uh, Petey, you get the victory, buddy. You get the gold star. You did it. You did a good job, buddy. All right. Uh, Joe, who do you think is going to win this one? Uh, you know, I, I dealt with playing against uh, Nestor last week. Uh, Mahomes and Julio Jones on the same team. That is tough. And, uh, you know, um, Michael may uh, have a more balanced team. However, I, I have to pick Nestor in this one, but just because of Mahomes and Julio. So. Okay. We got one for Nestor. Hogan. Who do you got? Are you a big supporter of the Mahomes theory? Uh, not just Mahomes, but yeah, I mean, Mahomes is going to go off like no other. He might put up a 50 or even a 60 this week because it is going to be an absolute shootout. Um, it, it, I mean, both these teams have such high scoring offenses, especially on the passing game. Uh, like we were saying before, Kansas City and Baltimore, it's it's you know it's what what's that it's gonna be a dog fight I guess is uh, the Top Gun term. Uh, uh, Nestor's main problem is gonna be James White. I hope he doesn't start him. Um, over on PD side, you've got Andy Dalton who is gonna do well. Dalvin Cook who will probably get injured or something this week. Plus, I hope Oakland shuts him down. I'm, this is a little bit of my Raiders fandom coming into play here. I think Oakland's gonna shut him down. And then you've got Fitz, Hopkins. Yeah, you got a lot of good stuff going on in PD's team, but Nestor's got a lot better. Julio Jones is going to go off again, um, and Ebron's probably going to have a good game. Yeah, I, I think that Nestor takes this one in probably the highest-scoring matchup of the week. Okay. I uh, I like it. I think I, I'm taking the opposite in um, Kansas City and Baltimore. I think a lot of people – I think a lot of players are going to disappoint this week. Just a – Hunch. Good hunch. I'm about to look up what the over-under on that game is. Okay. Uh, moving on. Remember, I never make bets. I only bet with my eyes. Okay, nice. <laughs> okay, uh, next one. <laughs> we have the Quanvix versus Hanging with Mr. Cooper. It's Miner and Thomas battling it out. Uh, Joe, who do you got on this one? Uh, I think, uh, you know, with Jamius Winston's going to finally get things going in week three. Uh, he's kind of looked rough all year, but I think week three is going to be the game. He kind of gets things going because uh, he's, he's going against the Giants. And uh, and then the rest of Miner's team is, is really, really too deep. So uh, I think Miner's going to win this one. So Okay. Uh, Hogan, are you done looking things up? Who do you think going to win? Uh, yeah, so first off, the over in that is much lower than I thought it would. It's uh, 52 and a half. Is that what I saw? Yeah, 52 and a half. God, taking all bets on the over here. Anyway, going back to uh, Jameis Winston. Sorry, not Jameis Winston. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. Both of these players have been grossly underperforming this season. Uh, carry on my wayward season, Johnson. Uh, I mean, you got a lot of potential here, uh, but you don't have a lot of awesomeness. Especially, oh, my God, Sacker. It's really going to do that again. And then 
Witten. Okay, like I got your med game of the week. Do you think? Yeah, yeah, but I, I got, I got to point one thing out. Uh, Witten, the tight end out of Dallas, out of Dallas. I got to admit, I was wrong about him. Well, I wasn't wrong about how much he sucked as a, an announcer last season, but um, I did not think he was going to be even remotely capable of coming back to the NFL. But he did very well last week, and. Um, He's probably going to do extremely well this week in Miami if they keep him in the game. They don't try and rest him just after they've already put up 30 points in the first quarter. Um, so that could be uh, Miner's only problem here. But, yeah, I think Miner takes this game. He does have a better team. I don't like a lot of his players personally. Saquon Barkley is a pedophile. Witten's a douchebag. Um, <laughs> but they are good players, unfortunately. And, yeah, Miner takes this game. Yeah, um, I liked what you said about Witten, but I still think Zachers is going to beat him in the tight end position this week. Um, Easily could. Earth is a much better athlete and human being. So, Yeah, and then uh, Williams is banged up. Rogers might go off, but um, yeah, Barkley, yeah, carry on. They just really C.J. Anderson. Um, I know they picked up um, some guys, but that just means more targets for carrying on, I think, this week. Uh, John yeah. Brown, Diggs, Godwin. Mm-hmm. I think Miner's going to get this one as well. Yeah. All right. We're getting a lot of picks the same. This is good. We might all be <laughs> experts, I think. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs> right. Our last game of the night, it is Bama Joe versus some other team we don't care about because we only care about Bama Joe's team. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, it is pop, lock it, drop it. Jason. We still love you, but you're going against Bama Joe this week, and you know what? I got to pick Bama Joe. <laughs> what do you What do you say, Hogan? Are you with me on this? Uh, Jason's currently projected to put up 130. NFL.com is notoriously bad at these projections. Um, for example, this is the first time I've been projected to put up over 110, and Jason put up under 100 last week. But let's take a look at the real numbers. You got Christian McCaffrey, who's should be great, and he did terrible last week. That's Jason's fault. I did offer to take McCaffrey off his hands. He didn't take it. Can't imagine why. Keenan Allen's probably going to suck this week against Houston because fuck Keenan Allen. Uh, Tyler Lockett and Calvin Ridley are great. Carson Wentz, as long as he's healthy, is great. What was up? I didn't watch the beginning of the game last week. Philadelphia, like, benching Carson and then bringing him back. Did anyone actually watch that? I, I, I don't know what the hell went on. Um, I can't remember. I think he was hurt, and then they're like, okay, no, it's not that bad. He can go back in. Yeah. Um, but you know what I think it was? <clears throat> there was a guy uh, on the sideline, and he had this big, long string, and he, like, went across the field, and then he, like, made it taut, and then all the players ran into it, and that's <laughs> – they all got injured. That's how they injured themselves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only thing, before I make this pick, I got to ask, uh, Joe, this week, is it going to be – Wilson or Jones? What's your what's your thought process on that? Uh, it's gonna be Wilson. I just okay. want to uh, I wanted to get Jones just because uh, just I felt like uh, you know I saw the way he played in the uh, you know in the preseason and he's got a really good release. Uh, he gets rid of the ball quick. You know I know he's a rookie, but you know he could be one of those guys that shows up and does really well in New York and so. I uh, just wanted to go ahead and get him on my roster and, and just in case he blows up. So. And does Alabama consider North Carolina to be part of the South? 
Uh, yeah, yes. Okay, okay, that that makes things a little clearer for me. Um, <laughs> even with Russell Wilson going this week, yeah, I, I, the only thing that hurts him is that Breeze is injured and it could end up being a low-scoring game because of it. But no, um, yeah, you got a lot going on here. Um, Ooh, it sounds like a tough one for you, Hogan. It is, it is a very tough one for Your me. reputation's um, on the line here. My reputation is on the line here. You get the Lions D at Philly, and uh, I could change that. And the Bills, he's going against Cincy, though. Oof. Yeah. Ooh, I don't like that call. Bills D going against to Cincy. Hogan's decisions live. <laughs> <laughs> A moment with Hogan. Are you enjoying my interior monologue? I hope you are. <laughs> I hope it's not boring and taking way more than however many minutes it's been. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go for it. Joe, you're winning this week. Jason can suck it. Woo! <laughs> yeah, man. Bam Joe, you're going to win. <laughs> so says We Three, the podcast voices. Well, guys, that was the end of our predictions for this week. That means that this podcast is coming to a close. Uh, but before we go, Joe, I just want to thank you for having you on. Thank you oh, for thank, the league. Yeah, thank you for thank you for having me. This has been great. So yeah, yeah, and, and Joe, uh, thank you for joining the league. Uh, you've been great for the league. You're an awesome guy, an awesome person, awesome teller, an awesome banker. Uh, <laughs> Joe has been great to me at US Bank, and um, you're kicking ass in our league right now. And we just we love having you here. We don't like losing to you. Um, <laughs> we don't like that you're outscoring everybody, but uh, you do bring a ray of Alabama sunshine to the league. So thank you oh. for that. Thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, yeah. and thanks for having me this week. And you know, hopefully I can get back and uh, do this again, uh, you know, coming up soon. I enjoyed it. Uh, fuck all yeah. Right, <laughs> all right, guys. <clears throat> we're all coming together. This is a family. And you know what? Even though we're a family, I still hate you all. Hate you all. <laughs> Have a good night, guys.